lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Almost forgot what day it is. They all run together when you're presiding over the end of days. My name is Steve Dace, Aaron McIntyre, and Totters, and they are here with me as well. If you would like to join us, you can let us know what you think about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox. Just email the program, steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Of course, those previous two social media uh, opportunities are to be determined. Uh, It's minute by minute, hour by hour. Who knows? So follow us now while you can. Uh, we do have some backup plans. Our MeWe page is growing by leaps and bounds right now. That's the free speech alternative to Facebook. So just look for Steve Dace there. Yesterday, we started a page over on CloutHub, which is a new free speech alternative to Twitter uh, in place of the now deposed and exiled free speech alternative parlor, which we hope one day soon will return. So you can look for Steve Dace on Clout Hub if you want to go there as well. Of course, YouTube is still around for now for us at youtube.com slash Steve Dace. And we have the free speech alternative plan B for that too. Rumble. Just go to rumble.com slash Steve Dace show. And the last name is D-E-A-C-E. Man. When you've got to have backups to backups to backups, it's like two minutes just to say hi and introduce the show now, right? Uh, Also, um, because the best way, and maybe who knows at the rate we're going, uh, soon the only way that you're going to be able to guarantee that you can get our content is to get it directly from us. And we are reintroducing our biggest discount ever for Blaze TV. If you go to blazetv.com slash Dace right now, D-E-A-C-E, get $30 off an annual subscription. That's massive savings right now. So if you've been hesitant or money is tight, $30 off, it comes out to just like a quarter or something a day. $30 off an annual subscription to get our show, uh, every show uh, that we do that's exclusive to Blaze TV to make sure it can't be interrupted by big tech. Take advantage of it. One of the biggest discounts, I think it is the biggest discount uh, we've ever offered before. We're offering it again right now for a limited time. BlazeTV.com slash Dace. That's where you can go to get $30 off. That's also where you can go to get the overtime that we do after this show. It's not live. We record it after this show and then it's uh, updated later on demand. Our overtime topic today, I'm going to warn you, uh, and I'm surrounded here by skeptics. I'm actually feeling some optimism. See, I told you. I I actually think 2021 is already better than 2020. And it's January 13th. By the way, happy birthday, Mom. It's January 13th. I'm going to make that case in the overtime, though, because in case I'm wrong and looking at the looks on their faces, I am. I want to limit the amount of blowback I'm going to get for this, so I'm only going to make this case to subscribers. (laughs) Self-awareness is not dead. I'm admitting I'm taking the coward's way out. All right, so points for honesty. Trial balloon update with Steve Dace. Yes, that's what it for time will then soon be called, the trial balloon segment. Yes, we try it on you. Try it on Mikey first. 
right? He paid for it. Try it on Mikey. He'll see if he likes it because he likes everything. And then we give it to the general population. All right, coming up on the show today, uh, it is a Wednesday, traditional Wednesday festivities at the bottom of the hour. We will begin one of our favorite games we play it every week buy sell or hold the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation daniel horowitz will be joining us a little bit later on in the program but before we get to all of that here is aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away what happened while we were away brought to you by an impeachment redux the last impeachment of president trump took months to complete but apparently the next one can only be done in just a few days there is apparently growing bipartisan support for impeaching the president once again as according to the new york times senator mitch mcconnell is on board with impeachment and of course a trial in his senate representative eric swalwell you know the one who got honeypotted by a chinese spy has been named as an impeachment manager by house Speaker Nancy Pelosi. A vote to formally charge President Trump with inciting violence against the government last week is set to go forward in the House today. We now know more about the now infamous images of the dude with horns who stormed the Capitol last week. According to the National Pulse, Jake Angeli of Arizona, the young man who made the front page of nearly every publication and has become synonymous with the Capitol riot, is actually a climate change activist who has participated in climate strikes and marches. One past image shows Angeli at a global warming rally next to a sign that says, The poles are shifting, the ice caps are melting, this is Ragnarok. It's time to wake up. And then there's this interview he gave to Right Side Broadcasting Network at a past Trump rally. So um, what I do is I practice something known as shamanism. And in shamanism, they sing, they dance, they drum, and they inform the community. They dress up in a way that chases off evil spirits. The singing and the drumming is about chasing off evil spirits because uh, sound actually precedes electromagnetic activity. So when you sing and you drum, especially when you do so really loudly, you end up affecting the quantum realm. And this has been being done for thousands of years to ward off evil spirits, ward off negative timelines, and to basically bring positive energy. So part of the reason why I dress this way is because if we were going to have have like a uh, infiltrator or something like that. They'd be a witch. They'd be a sorcerer or something like that on the dark side. So I practice life magic. I practice the light side or the positive side of shamanism. And when they see me, they go, oh, yeah, we got a, we got a big fish out here. But yeah, that's totally the guy who led the insurrection and the effort to overthrow the government. A few left-wingers are looking for jobs. We'll start at Texas A&M University where one professor has been fired and another disciplined after an investigation into their conduct in the classroom. According to a January 7th memorandum from interim provost Mark H. Weichold to archaeology professor Felipe Castro, a university investigation stemmed from numerous complaints from students regarding his classroom conduct. The investigation alleges Castro was demeaning to students who did not agree with his stances on religious matters, among other serious complaints. And then there's this. A lawyer from the Public Broadcasting Service resigned on Tuesday after a sting investigation from Project Veritas. Michael Beller, a contracts lawyer with PBS, was caught on camera saying this. Let me get you if you don't like me. 
Episode number 666 of the Self-Awareness is Dead show. This from Twitter public policy quote, ahead of the Ugandan election, we're hearing reports that internet service providers are being ordered to block social media and messaging apps. We strongly condemn internet shutdowns. They are hugely harmful, violate basic human rights and the principles of the open internet. CNN President Jeff Zucker says the company is ending its CNN airport network operations at the end of March, citing a steep decline in airport traffic due to coronavirus. Speaking of coronavirus, researcher Ian Miller compiled information from the World Health Organization about mask usage and coronavirus cases in Ireland. Since Ireland implemented an indoor mask mandate in August, daily cases of the virus are up 8,000. 225%. Learning Irish today, today's raise is 8,225%. Well, there was 45 sheep missing, like, in the lambs and everything, the sheep. Let's count, let's count out tonight's bit of money, like. And now more pushback to corona fascism in Michigan. Several Barraga County commissioners, plus the sheriff, prosecuting attorney, clerk, and treasurer of the Upper Peninsula County, have all signed a manifesto that places the state on notice. They'll no longer enforce the state's COVID-19 mandates and restrictions. Part of the manifesto reads, quote, enough is enough. We have taken an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America, an oath we take very seriously. Accordingly, we hereby put the state of Michigan on notice that we have no intention of participating in the unconstitutional destruction of our citizens' economic security and liberty. We further declare our intention to take no action whatsoever in furtherance of this terribly misguided agenda, end quote. In Oregon, a group calling themselves Citizens Against Tyranny is launching an effort in Douglas County to push back at Governor Kate Brown's ongoing corona fascism. The group released a declaration with support from State Senator Dallas Hurd. According to Bradley Harris, with the group, the county sheriff and two county commissioners, otherwise patriots, are not supportive of this effort. So if you live in that area, you might want to give them a call. And finally, one of the best satire accounts on Twitter, Titania McGrath, received an email from Twitter informing Titania that one of their tweets was reported by users in Germany for harmful content under Germany's network Enforcement Act. Here's the tweet that was reported, quote, homosexuality is transphobic because it reinforces the myth of gender binary. So although we must oppose homophobia, we also need to recognize that not being homophobic is a form of transphobia. This really isn't difficult. And that's what happened while we were away. <laughs> oh, yes. See, I'm starting to feel more confident about my overtime argument coming up. That montage had plenty of, plenty of tasty morsels. There were plenty of goodies in that montage. We've got some answer is us pushback going on in uh, my former home state of Michigan. By the way, go blue last night. Uh, Oregon. I mean, we've got, at, dude, crackdowns on leftist radicalism in the classroom at a major university. And don't tell me, well, it's Texas, dude. We're learning that these public universities are pretty much the same no matter what state, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, they're CNN making it safe to not have your earbuds in at all times in an airport again. I mean, one of the worst nights of my life, getting stranded in the Houston airport overnight to take Anna, my oldest, to do an acting gig in Oklahoma City. And our plane got canceled. We get stranded overnight. And 
no one else is like in the entire airport, it seems, but us, and we're sleeping in there overnight. And CNN's on every, I mean, it's not even quadraphonic. It's North Korea, man. It was, it was relentless. All right. It's one of the worst nights of my life. CNN voluntarily hitting the eject. There's some really good news in there, guys. All right. We'll talk about it here in just a moment. Aaron's Montage brought to you by our friends over at ScoreMaster. You know, the average American has up to 100 points that they can add to their credit score and no idea how to obtain them. Well, that's where ScoreMaster comes in. It's the new credit science that will help you super boost your score. And we mean super boost, not just a few points here and there. The average ScoreMaster user can raise their score about 60 points in about three weeks or less. Why? Because they make the information to you plain and accessible, unlike trying to translate whatever a credit report looks like when you're reading it yourself. They make that information plain. They take the power out of the hands of the banks and they put it in your hands so that you can get that car, home, business loan that you want. Or even if you can get approved, better terms, better interest rates because you've got a better credit score. And a lot of employers are looking at uh, credit scores these days too. And then not only do they show you why you have the score you have, but they'll give you a clear plan and a timeline for how you can get to the score that you want. All right. Enroll in minutes. See how many plus points that ScoreMaster can add to your credit score when you visit scoremaster.com slash Steve. Again, that's scoremaster.com slash Steve. We have, since some of you have asked, we have sold out of a nefarious plot. Again, I forgot to mention that a few minutes ago. Plot or Carol? Plot. We sold out of plot again. Um, Amazon has ordered many more, and they're on their way. Um, So you still can get the audible version of that. But uh, yeah, they are sold out of a nefarious plot as we speak. Uh, A nefarious Carol, the, the, the sequel, sold out of that too. But they have replenished those. So you can get your copy today of A Nefarious Carol. I was reading through some of the reviews this morning. I hadn't had a chance to do that uh, for the last week or so. A lot of kind words uh, at Amazon.com. And I wanted to thank you, all of you, that left us one of those five-star reviews. If you've had a chance to read or listen to the book, please keep those coming. Uh, They certainly help us uh, to help find other people that can read a book that I do think has an opportunity uh, to shine a light in the darkness, given a lot of the darkness that we're being confronted with right now. And and maybe speak to some people in ways that they haven't considered in the past. So uh, get your copy of A Nefarious Carol. And if you've had your chance to get a copy, uh, by all means, leave us a five-star review. Um, And we're working to replenish as well because we sold out of those two. We're looking to replenish uh, the, uh, the autograph copies of the book. Should have some news on that here, we hope, shortly. All right, let's get to what Aaron highlighted in his montage. And... Um, I mean, the Ireland number, I just, Aaron and I were looking at that yesterday, right before we both left, that we saw that uh, that graphic come across, and we just couldn't stop chuckling at 8,225% increase in cases since Ireland went to indoor mask use. By the way, Ireland, what's its nickname, if I recall? What's the nickname of Ireland? What's it often referred to as? The Emerald what? Isle. Isle. Yeah. Um, it's a place, given its location, would, would seem to be suited for something like social distancing. Right? Right? You, you see where I'm getting at? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So if it doesn't work there, tell me where, tell me where that we ha- actually have civilization. Okay. Tell me then where it would work. Where, if it doesn't work there. We're at the point with 
these numbers like 8,000%, it's like the national debt now. It's just so big, it's meaningless to yeah. people, so it doesn't compute. Yeah. So they'll just double that more masks. Uh, the Swiss cheese. Yeah. Just just throw up a whole bunch Another. of layers of defenses that don't work, and we hope uh, to to do something about it. Now, hey, as I said last week when the Surgeon General threw that out there, if they would have started that from the beginning and said, hey, try to buy us some time until we can come up with uh, some homeopathics or a vaccine or whatever. And so we're just, we're going we're gonna to throw everything we can at this thing, the kitchen sink, to try to hold it back. I mean, just, why didn't they just say that? Or because can you trust them now when that would have been a very plausible explanation from the very beginning, right? That have been very plausible. We're all in this together. We're going to try everything we can possibly do. I know some of this is going to sound nuts and crazy. Who knows? But we're, we got to we don't know what we're up against. We have to observe it in real time and we don't trust the shy comms. And so we're going to try to do as much as we can do and adjust here on the fly. And we're all in this together. Why didn't they just do that? Because they actually knew the science, the real science back then. They knew, and it was reported in the WHO and the CDC, that the masks weren't going to work. Right. We talk about the lie all the time. that They lied because, and Fauci's pulled that one out because we didn't want to, you know, a run on PP. That's not, they, they knew the size of the virus. They knew the masks weren't going to work. They were right the first time. See... All the answers to that question are bad. Yes. Okay. It, there is, it's either malfeasance, as you're pointing out, or just complete and total. They're just bad at this. Yes. And neither one of those gives me any more reassurance than the other. No. No, it does not. I want to get to the very first thing that Aaron highlighted, though. All right. And if you, if, if you want for there to be a, a real possibility... You know, over the years, I've been, I've, I've held the position depending on where I thought the direction was going. Uh, you know, you guys probably can remember a time years ago where you heard me say, hey, before we start a third party, I'd like to see what a second party looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. The last few years, I've been like, you know what, we just, we, we made this thing die and we need a new party. Now I'm kind of in the position where I, I'm looking at the way they're trying to get us out in the open on the left and isolate us and ban us that... Um, someone claimed yesterday that I was telling you to support the Republican Party. No, I'm not. I said to stay, and then when they support you, support them, and when they don't, they don't. All the way to the general election. I think you said don't leave yeah. the Republican. I, I didn't say don't to don't. I said stay, don't leave. Yeah, but I didn't say anything about supporting them. I wouldn't. Don't give them any more than they owe. But I think, and I. By the way, these are my strategic calculations. They could be wrong. Okay. But my strategic calculation is seeing what they just did to Parler. And I know you guys want to keep throwing this gab at me, and I'm sure it's great. And the people that, that run it, based on what I've seen from their tweets, it looks like they love the Lord. I can't get on their site, man. And it's been days. And eventually, I have to move on. I have a lot going on here. And, um, you know, it's like they say in the NFL, the best ability is availability. You know, if the guy's hurt all the time, it doesn't matter how great of a player he is. I can't put him in the lineup. But um, it took it also took Gab, from what I understand, researching them several years to get to the point that they could hope to parlay this into a into a mass amount of new traffic with their own servers. 
I, I don't believe we have like several years of infrastructure building of a new party. I, I could be wrong. But I'm, I'm just watching the rate the other side over there is accelerating their uh, their timetable and I'm and, and I'm reacting to it. I could be overreacting to it. I hope that I'm overreacting to it. OK, but I can only give you an honest appraisal of the reaction that I have at the time. And this is the one that I have that there. I think we're trying we're being lured out into the open to depart from an established brand. So that they can then say, we're all terrorists, we're all domestic terrorists, we should all be banned, we're all white supremacists. I think that's the play here. It absolutely is the play. You think it is too? Yes. Okay, but that's my, that's, but again, this is our strategic calculation. We could be wrong. If Elon Musk decided tomorrow, here's a billion dollars, go start a third party. Now suddenly, might our timetable accelerates, right? right? Exactly. Then, then our timetable, but and, and barring something like that occurring, we don't have several years of organization and everything else because I think that we're hanging by a very slim thread here and this time we don't like that about you, okay? Um, that all being said, if you've ever wanted to know, hey, what would it look like if we had a real opposition party? If the Republicans were a real opposition, if we really had a second party, a true alternative, not just if we get the the right guy in the White House um, and that guy likes us, then we can... No, I mean, like, before that even occurs, real opposition, what would it look like? Here is my suggestion to you. Get on your knees right now and pray that they impeach this president and that every single feckless Republican you've ever disowned or or threatened to votes for it including pretty much every member of leadership the story that came out yesterday that uh, uh, cocaine mitch has been telling fa- people he's he's fine with the democrats proceeding ahead maybe even he would vote to convict himself pray and i'm i'm not kidding this isn't a joke pray that that occurs here is why the game of the of, of team GOP, the game of the Republican Party, whether it's your this is this is how the Republican Party establishment operates on a systemic level. It operates this way in your state house. I don't care where you live. I promise you it does. It operates this way in your state house and it operates this way up there at the nut house on Capitol Hill. The game is to never let you see where your Republican legislator truly stands. Unless it's somebody that you like got elected and you like know is good, right? But but you never really know. And they spread the blame around. Like just when you're about just when you're about to say enough of this John Cornyn crap, he'll then like write a op-ed or vote some way on a bill and you're like, okay, you know, maybe I overreacted. They they game plan this. I've had people in office, both up there and in the state house, in on the meetings. I'm telling you, they game plan this out to scam you. Fox News, most of it, except for a few shows like Tucker, is a false flag operation devised to, to, to determine who are the acceptable Republicans to be the face of the opposition party. It's, it, it's the, it, it, was, it's, it was set up by Ailes to be a gatekeeper. 
who could get through. This is why every primary cycle, you always see them play favorites in every presidential primary cycle. That guy's electable, that guy's not. That guy's electable, so let's give him, the, we, according to our own machinations, so let's give that guy the, the coverage, and that guy's not, so we drown that guy out. We, you know, we memory hold him. This has been the game for decades. And they get away with it because they play off of how bad the Democrats are. Because the Democrats are that bad. <laughs> All right? So that's the one part of this whole thing that's truthful. The, 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 the cornerstone here, the plumb line of this entire political false flag operation is that the Democrats are really that bad. And that's why they get away with it, because we start with an acknowledged truth we cannot ignore. The Democrats are that bad and they're getting worse. If you think it's an accident that a guy who got caught tagging a Chinese spy is going to be the House Democrat impeachment manager, then I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, you know. I, I I mean, I've 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 got a bridge to uh, nowhere to sell you, and let me go ahead and fill out the check for you. You're that naive. You're too naive to live. They did that on purpose, man. They're trolling you. That's the game, and Republicans get away with it because the one thing that is true is Democrats are that bad and getting worse, and so they keep getting away with it, and they get coverage. They get foxes the fig leaf, the fox leaf. Trump blew a lot of that up, but not to the extent that you and I, well, not to the extent that I would like, and probably not to the extent that many of you think. And to his own detriment, he left too much of these elements in place. He was charm and soft on Team GOP the entire time he was president. That's why, if you want to motivate Donald Trump to be what you ultimately hoped he was going to be, you have to motivate people on the basis of what they're motivated by. It's very clear nothing motivates Donald Trump more than the personal beef. You want all of these Republicans, not just Liz Cheney, McConnell, all of them, who have been able to play a very successful game of never exposing to you how pukish they are. So that when you run a primary candidate against him, it's like trying to nail Jello to a, a, a door. I'll bring Daniel on here in, in an hour. He, and he's done more of this than, than even I have. He'll tell you. It's almost a, they're, they're, it's, an, it's an impossible target to isolate because it's just amorphous. They, they, they just come up with any record they want, any talking point they want. And then Fox just helps them communicate that. But out here in the open... You've now seen him override Trump's vetoes. You've now seen him do not a damn thing about your voter fraud concerns. You've now seen him lecture you that you're a moron and an idiot if you didn't want to vote for those two pukes in Georgia, who one of them, after saying, yes, I won't vote to certify the electors, turned right around after losing, and then she did. Did you see that? Okay. Um, this would be the ultimate scarlet lettering. And oh boy, howdy, would Donald Trump take it personally. So how do you get Donald Trump out on the campaign trail in 2022, helping you to primary all of these pukes across the country? Have it be personal. Have it be personal. That's how you'd get Trump to finally help you drain the swamp, which he did not do a sufficient job of as president. So get on your knees right now. Pray all of these people out themselves. You want as many of these Republicans voting yes to convict him as you possibly can. And it's all on the record. 
and they can't hide from it later. And not even Fox can cover for it. Any thoughts on that, gentlemen? So say we all. Indeed. It would be the biggest political benefit. This it would it would in 2022, you would have the primary cycle that the Tea Party tried to have two or three times and never successfully pulled off. See, they think they continue to believe, at least all indications are this. They meaning the Republican class that just wants to go back to the good old days of McCain and Romney. They really believe that in two to three weeks to months that this will all blow over, forgetting about the Tea Party, forgetting about the 2012 postmortem, forgetting that that postmortem gave way to 17 candidates, many of them uh, minorities. And out of those 17 candidates, the Republican voters picked Donald Trump. They're forgetting their own history. And that's why. That's well, why they're doing this. They will have, and they will be doing that in the face of AOC coming out and saying that the southern states need to be literally reeducated. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So good, good luck with all of that. Hey, we 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 told you seventy five percent of Republicans in polling thought that the Georgia presidential election was not handled fairly. And then what happened when you just ignored those people's concerns? What happened on the day of the runoff election? They both lost, right? Mm-hmm. 84% of Republicans don't think Trump should be impeached or resign. 84%. Have these feckless Republicans ignore that level of support and then grab the popcorn, that Elmo gif you love, yeah. Elmo on fire, comes to life. Pray this happens. had my built bar for the day i i saved a case of the uh, pumpkin spice chocolate chip cookie man that is so good all right so a lot of us this time of year you're looking to eat healthier but how about you can eat tastier at the exact same time that's where built bar comes in it is the best protein bar you've ever had you have never tasted one this good i know i was dubious too i was listening to it being promoted on some sports podcast earlier this year or last year uh, that i listened to i bought a box almost out of spite i'm like i'm tired of hearing about this it can't be this good Bought a box just so I, anticipating I was then going to just troll the host of this show, all right? Because that's what the year 2020 does to you. You, you're, you're so, you're, you're, you spend money hoping something fails so you can complain about it, right? I couldn't believe how good these were. They're even better than the host were telling me. And I'm telling you, they're better than I'm telling you right now, all right? Up to 20 grams of protein in every bar. Uh, less than 160 calories or less in every bar, uh, less than five, five grams or less of carbs, uh, five grams or less of sugar. The texture is great. Over 20 flavors and some really cool ones. I can't wait to try this brand new chocolate chip cookie dough. Um, all of them covered in real chocolate. They just started a new white chocolate line. I mean, if you like white chocolate stuff, if you like sea salt caramel, the white chocolate sea salt caramel bar is I mean, you could hand that out for Halloween to the kids. That's how good that is. All right. So 20% off your first order right now when you go to builtbar.com, B-U-I-L-T, builtbar.com, and use my last name, Dace, to get 20% off, D-E-A-C-E today, at builtbar.com. I think you just had a stroke of genius marketing for them. 
next Halloween. Built Bar Minis. Yeah. Dude. Built yes. Bar. That was mine. Yes. <laughs> that was mine. Yeah. Fun size. Built Bar fun size. Yeah. You know what would be a cool marketing thing? And I've, I've mentioned this before, but the old Pepsi challenge ads when we were kids yeah. with the van that drove around and sure. there was a cup of Pepsi and then a cup of Coke and you decided which one you liked best, right? The blind test test or taste test. Built Bar should do that with some candy bars. I'm telling you, yeah. they're that good. All right. That's a great idea, Todd. Thank you. Let's get to another good idea. Buy, sell, or hold. This is where you and Aaron, usually just you, Aaron just takes your stuff and gives huh? it to us. Exactly. Each week, we play this game called Buy, Sell, or Hold. Any t- no topic is off limits. Um, Todd, you and I will decide, are we going to buy that? Are we going to sell that? Usually, we hope to have at least some reasoning behind the decision, right? And then we are permitted to... We're st- are we still doing endless holds? Is that what we decided to do? I... I think so. Okay. All right. So Todd says the dude code is still in effect in providing and allowing for endless holds given the unprecedented times Bing. in which we live. All right, Aaron. We will start with the left. They are who we thought they were, who says all four home teams will win on NFL divisional weekend. Sell. Okay. Well, um, Packers, Chiefs, Saints. Bills? Yep. yep. Yeah, I'll sell. In fact, I think two of them are going to lose. I like the Buccaneers and I like the Ravens. So I think the Buccaneers and Ravens both went on the road. Up next, we will go to Brad Miller, who says, with a week before inauguration, the mainstream media and the DNC will ratchet up the rhetoric in the hope of drawing out extreme elements from the left and right to create another flashpoint. Bye. This is what they... they That's Tuesday. What's Tuesday? You mean, the, the that's inauguration Tuesday. Is Tuesday. Yeah. Well, no, that's just a Tuesday. Mainstream oh, media. Oh, I got yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then. Although, actually, the inauguration it is actually Tuesday. is on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Okay. Yeah, that's confused me. All right. They love messing with Trump just as much as Trump loves messing with them. So, yeah, yeah getting him is is fun for them. Not, but more importantly, and Steve alluded to it, I tweeted about this nearly a week ago. They want the scalps of all of the... Republicans who would come out and not just join them and fall on Ben and and say, we must impeach them. That's what the interest, the interesting spirit of the age where Steve says what we should be praying for, Mm -hmm. which is actually the thing that the Democrats are desperately trying to make happen in many respects. It's kind of bizarre. It's kind of chilling, but it is what it is. Okay, I, I think you're probably right, all right? Um, but I'm going to make the contrarian call, not necessarily because it, if you if you force me to make a choice and, and put something substantive on it, I would be more inclined that, you know, let's kick the tires and light the fires, right? But I'm going to make it, I'm going to, I think there's at least some merit or enough merit to the case I'm about to make to counter you that we should consider it because something what has happened that I did not anticipate. I did not anticipate Andrew Cuomo saying we, we, we can't just stay locked down until the vaccine penetrates the population. We, We can't afford to do that. I did not anticipate Chicago, Chicago telling teachers show up for work in person or you're out of a job. Okay. 
Like in Chicago, the teacher unions like are the government. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of elements in our society. We've all we were just talking about this yesterday. Uh, after the national championship game, there's a lot of elements in our society that voted for Joe Biden because they bought into the talking point or the narrative that making Trump go away would bring normalcy back. That, that you know, uh, Trump's leadership is why we couldn't have a definitive mitigation strategy and we're still in social distancing and wearing masks. That Trump couldn't bring elements together to, to form a cohesive strategy, right? Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. They bought into that. And it's not good for their livelihoods or their lifestyles. And these things are very lucrative for this power grab by the state to keep to go on into another year. And they're already laying down markers in these places. Man, looking forward to next season where we're not doing any of this stuff. And then you're going to tell them, oh, hey, your vote for Joe Biden didn't matter because he's going to make you keep doing all this stuff. Do you see what I'm getting at? Okay. That I think it should be considered that they have to maintain the allure that Biden brings normalcy. If you have his inauguration begin on the first day of his presidency with the Bolsheviks and the Mensheviks out there in the streets on day one, on day one, all all Marxists that voted probably voted for Biden, but all people that voted for Biden are probably not Marxist. Is that fair? Right. Okay. Are there all kinds of people? Do we know them in our, all of us that you're watching, listening, the three of us? Do we know people in our spheres of influence, friends, families, professional contacts, people that voted for Joe Biden, probably don't agree with us politically, but they're not down with uh, Saul Alinsky or Karl Marx? Is that fair? Well, they'd, they'd say they weren't, they but say they, they would they, never do anything to stop that's it. A different, that's a different situation. They affirmatively are not reading Correct. Das Kapitel Correct. when they get up in the morning, right? Right. Okay. Um, those folks want their ballgames back. They want their movie theaters back. They really believe that we're only wearing masks until the vaccine penetrates and they're just going to let us put our masks away. They believe these. They believe we've they believe this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. On day 1, you're going to blow that all up. They might. They might. They might. And the spirit of the age may yeah. maybe at this point beyond any form of strategy or reeling in. I mean, I'm the guy that's been writing that that's been espousing that narrative for the first two weeks of this show right Right. but i think there's a chance that's all i'm so i'm gonna i'm gonna sell there's a chance i think there's a chance that they're that somewhere in there they're like probably not the way to start this thing off you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. probably not the way so i'm gonna sell but you're probably good as or not to be right your 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 way is ever is actually every bit is dangerous for the long our long-term future because it'll show that the crazy also has a very cold lord nefarious calculating yes, hands it's not mine just, is just like the the crazy it's not just id but it's yeah, it's there's, that, there's yes it's, it's, that's it's, exactly yeah, my point yeah you're right up next lolita pickle says in order to combat voter fraud and ballot harvesting some states will start requiring citizens to register for every election is that a bad idea you mean you re-register every time? 
I don't. Why? See, why it's so that's easy. Why I was it takes paused. like five minutes. Why, I, why would that be? Tell me why that's a bad idea. It takes like five minutes online to register. I'm going to buy I'm, that. I don't know why that would be a bad idea. I'm selling not because it's a bad idea, but it's not remotely close to being the problem with our elections that needs to be addressed. Right. I mean, I read that as that's a good way to keep your election records. Just updated. delete. Just delete your records yep. every single cycle. Yes. So I, 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 yeah, I hope that happens. That's fine, but you still you pull out the the ballot boxes and put them on the corner, and it just doesn't well, matter. That, 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 That's my point. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I hear you. Did you see Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, came out yesterday, uh, says that he now wants voter ID for mail-in voting. Man, why didn't they think Wuhan of that before? Sharp as attack. Again. I know. If we didn't Sharp have Wuhan attack. luck, we'd have no luck at all, guys. Exactly. Yeah, on the cutting edge. Token wide man says cocaine Mitch will retire in 2021. You know what, man? That's for the overtime. <laughs> maybe this is maybe this happens, and I'm I'm disclaimer. When your favorite team puts a forty-three to six run on a program that has been their twenty-year nemesis, dude, we had a team that went to the national championship game and should have won, got robbed on one of the worst calls of all time. That block on Trey Burke, remember that against Louisville, Wisconsin? Were you guys like? like seventh or something in the Big Ten that year that was actually not a great Bo Ryan team beat us in like the first round of the Big Ten tournament. I mean, Wisconsin has owned us for 20 years, has won seven of the last 10 years in our own gym. So maybe I'm a little giddy that we put a 43 to six run on y'all last night. Fair enough. That I am, I mean, I couldn't sit down watching the game. I, I had to stand up and I was standing up in my family room watching most of it. All right. So maybe I'm just giddy, but I'm going to buy now, it's not just giddiness, though. If he's planning this, if he's plotting this, that could be why old Ditch has decided to just start being honest. By all means, let's repeal Trump, root and branch. You know what I'm saying? If you're planning on walking away anyway, you're like, I'm not running this scam back in 2022. I'm going to let somebody else lie to the base. I've done it enough years. I, I could... I, that would make... That would be congruent with his actions of the last 24 hours. So... And and back to the point that again I'm I'm feeling optimistic about 2021, so I'm I'm gonna buy. Oh, I'll buy. How old but is I'm, he? I'm gonna look this but up. But I real mostly quick. don't care. How old is cocaine, Mitch? Yeah. How old is coca- Is Mitch McConnell? I almost typed in. Um, I've been reliably informed by some blue check marks that he does not edge. He is perfect in every way. Be, nor does he defecate. Thank. <laughs> thank you. Uh, he's 79 in February. 79. Ready to move on? Move on. Stephen Grant says Hunter Dickinson is Michigan's MVP. I'm going to buy because even last night when he only had two points and Michigan was up by 17, if you look at the way that Wisconsin vowed to was fixed, focused its defense early on on him. Um, and if you do that with the talent Michigan has on the wings and the perimeters, they just punish you. Now, what would happen if he got banged up and he couldn't play for a few games and you didn't have to respect that interior presence? I would imagine uh, things would would change quite a bit. And they have other great players on that team, but I think that they uh, are more replaceable than Hunter Dickinson is. There's no one that could replace on our roster what he does and the presence that he has. So I'm going to buy. I can't possibly offer anything other than what he says after last night. So it's his... 
Up next, over Looney Tunes window says, Republicans supporting impeachment is the closest thing we'll get to a real reshaping of the party via primary or third-party challenges, forcing a shift to the right. That's what I just did the opening of the segment on. Yep. Totally buy. It's your best chance. It exposes them in the open. It, it creates a personal axe to grind for Trump, and that's his number one motivator, the personal slight beef. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, we can't, we don't lose. There's nothing for people like us. There's no loss here at all. None. We only gain. We can argue about how much the gain is, but you cannot argue it's any kind of a loss. And no. I, I want to say, so. just speaking for myself, because everybody's jumping to insane conclusions. Uh, at least just for myself, uh, uh, what Steve just said is an entirely different issue than whether or not any of us think that Trump deserves Correct. to be impeached. Speaking for myself, uh, I, I, I just, you know what I think about him? I told you a hundred times I wasn't going to vote for him for three years. I decided last year for multiple reasons I've laid out. I think he hasn't still has been a good president. He brings a lot of this on himself. I don't believe he deserves to be impeached. Impeachment update. Jerry Nadler just coughed into his hand while wearing a mask. Up next is Elliot Evans, who Hold says... On, impeachment update. California Congressman Tom McClintock is wearing a mask that says this mask is, is as useless as our governor. Nice. Very, very well done. Elliot Evans says enough establishment Republicans will join Democrats to impeach and convict Trump. Oh, man, I want to buy because it would just be so good. See, I, I, I say yes. Let's go. I, I, you know I'm, I'm, I need it. Yes. I, we need. I, I'm going to say is bye. Like, yeah, just because we need this to happen. This bye. is like plus two hundred, but it, I mean that's a good value. That's a good value. So, yeah, no. it's probably not probably not the right side, yeah. but it's good value. <laughs> yes. All right. So yeah, I'm here. I hear you. Okay. Uh, let's and see. Aaron knows good value because just before the show, he was telling about his soccer bets that he's made, and they're oh, cashing I was in. Hoping you I'm so proud of him. Not bring that up in front of Steve. <laughs> uh, Luciferace Jackhole says by January 2022, we'll see four dollars plus a gallon of gas in most states due to renewed Middle Eastern unrest. Sell. So, you're looking at managed economies. We won't. The next step will not be some collapse. The next step will be a consumer-driven Chinese form of communism. That will be the next step. It, what was the time frame you gave? By next year at this time. I'll, I will sell. That's a little too fast. It, it, there's, they're going to be, the, the, for all the things that are frustrating about Trump, the things that he did positively are they're going to they'll never admit it on the left but they're going to be thankful that they're there and that's one of them more buy seller hold coming your way with hour two live and on demand here on blaze tv radio and podcast next And we're back with Hour 2, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre and all of you. Steve at SteveDace.com. That's how you can email us. Like us on Facebook. Uh, Steve Dace there. At Steve Dace Show on Twitter. Uh, look for Steve Dace on MeWe. Uh, look for Steve Dace on Clout Hub, which I'm a little concerned about because I've, I've got one follower there. 
in two days. You're being shadow banned, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe, maybe I'm just not that popular. I can contemplate that. Do you think? Should maybe just consider that people don't like me. That's possible. No, what am I? No, come on, man. I'm good enough, smart enough, and doggone it. At least one person on CloudHub likes me. I'm right? reserving my final decision about this until after the overtime. Nice. When you try to convince uh, me about that. YouTube.com slash Steve Dace, and then check out our Rumble page that we just started as well. That's the free speech alternative to YouTube at uh, rumble.com slash Steve Dace show. And again, it's D-E-A-C-E. If you're a podcast listener, thank you. We appreciate all of you as well. Uh, show your appreciation for us, please, by hitting the subscribe button and uh, giving us a five-star review on whichever podcast platform you prefer. Thanks to all of you that have done those things already. We announced this at the top of the show in case you missed it. We're bringing back our biggest discount ever because who knows soon maybe the only way you know for sure you can continue to get our content is directly from us all right so if you've not yet subscribed to blaze tv here's your chance your most inexpensive chance ever thirty dollars off an annual subscription that's right thirty dollars off an annual subscription right now at blaze tv.com slash dace that's d-e-a C-E, blazetv.com slash days. Let's get to part two of Buy, Sell, or Hold, brought to you by Home Title Lock. You do not want to get a crash course in home title theft here in the year 2021. It can ruin you financially. Here's how this crime happens. The legal titles to our homes, they're all kept online where they can be hacked by cyber thieves who then go on there, forge your signature on what's called a quit claim deed, stating that you have sold your home to them. Then they take out loans against your home's equity until it's gone. They stick you with the payments, maybe even the foreclosure notice. Unfortunately, your homeowner's insurance cannot protect you. Neither does your mortgage lender. But for pennies a day, our friends at Home Title Lock will. And if in the unlikely event, your home's title gets uh, gets uh, pilloried or pilfered while you're on Home Title Lock's service, they vow to spend up to a quarter of a million dollars in legal fees to help you restore your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com to learn more and register your address to see if you're already a victim and not yet aware at HomeTitleLock.com. And then while you're there, use the promo code RADIO for 30 free days of protection. That's the code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. All right, Aaron, fire away. We'll go next to Millennial Falcon, who says, Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3, is the most underrated Star Wars movie for three main reasons. Number one, Jar Jar Binks is largely absent by Seller Hold on that one. Uh, yeah, I can, I can buy. Anything is, is gets better without Jar Jar Binks, correct. Two, Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader in real time. Okay, buy. And three, Tatooine is highlighted as the basis of the story arc. I don't know that that's that important, but uh, I agree that it is underrated. You know, what Noah and I did last year when the lockdowns first began and there was nothing on, nothing to watch, nothing, is we went through every Star Wars film again and we went through all the MCU films again, okay, in order. And I think I told you guys this at the time, watching episode three again, I hadn't for several years. There's a lot of really good stuff in that movie. For a while, that movie looks like it's on the brink of being like really good. I loved, it's very self-aware, 
Lucas answers the criticisms. It, it, Jar Jar Binks is minimized, but he's not just minimized. The way that he's minimized into a useful idiot that essentially is re- the, the man responsible, the being responsible for Palpatine becoming uh, becoming emperor, right? Um is brilliant i mean i was just a brilliant stroke fine all right you're right i made a mistake with this guy so here's how we'll retcon him okay my issue with the film is at the very end the the ending that you have waited how many years to see and it can become become vader it kind of seems like that scene at the end where padme has the the twins anakin wakes up as vader in the suit it kind of just seems like they did great spacing all the way through this movie and then someone convinced him hey if this thing is past this runtime kids will fall asleep so wrap it all up right now you know (laughs) where if i I just think five or six more minutes there would have you know i'm not saying it's got to be lord of the rings which you know is my is my all-time favorite movie trilogy and I mean, the end of Return of the King, after the final battle of Mordor, there's like 40 minutes left of, of wrap-up, okay? I'm not saying they had to go that far, but I do think five to ten more minutes to let the tension and the magnanimity of the moment of, of Anakin waking up in that suit to elevate it and exalt it more, you know, as opposed to uh, Padme suddenly dies, her last two words are Luke and Leia, uh, She's gone, okay? I mean, it gets kind of rushed at the end, but up until that point, that is a really good movie. I agree, it's underrated. Oh, it's not as bad as all the other ones, so if that's the way of putting it's underrated. (laughs) um, But, you know, again, to not this is your baby and you didn't ever realize this is the time just like just like at the end of rogue one like you it wasn't the the no moment yeah i get it and then the rage from it you needed to see a body count there at the end you needed to leave people with the weight of it people actually make jokes about that darth vader moment i what i know what he was going for like you're imprisoned in this but people make it seem like it was some um young frankenstein moment Mm -hmm. he comes out all stiff it just i mean he lost his lucas lost his fastball there's no and the uh the reason the power of the movie is such is that he did you finally got there he should have been doing stuff like that all the way through the three movies. I mean, a, a trilogy for trilogy's sake. I mean, it's become the thing, but you know, it's a lot of ways we were just filling up space for two movies until we finally got there. Hmm. Thomas O'Malley says Tulsi Gabbard is the most interesting politician type in America. Oh, I'll buy. I mean, it's a very low bar, uh, but she's she seems to be very very authentic uh she seems to actually be as close as we have to a a free thinker in many respects so sure um you know what i'll buy but yeah i think it's even if i don't I could come up with somebody I'm, I'm personally more interested in. It is, she is interesting in her willingness to buck the, the partisan paradigm and conventional wisdom. Yeah. Okay. So I'm okay with that. If that's she, your call, I'll, I'll, I'm okay. She seems with it. to genuinely not care in a Dacian way what her tribe thinks about her. So yes. that's, that's a cool chick yeah, right yeah. there. I, I, I like that part. You're right. And she's, she's hot. 
Craig says the three of you will hold true to your vote with your the your vote with your feet mantra and join me in Texas where I'll gladly keep good on my promise to buy Dace Online a drink. So Todd. I mean, listen, if this was up to me, I'd be living in Texas right now. So it's not entirely up to me. Um, I've got family considerations that play into this. But other than the snow, I'm going to tell you, man, I've been to your state a few times recently, guys. Okay? And other than the snow, which is an oppressive force in and of itself, (laughs) other than snow, we are freer here right now. I'm I'm just I've been to your state quite a few times. I mean the, when this when your state first opened. What did I do last year when when they first opened the restaurants in our state? I went first weekend, right? Right. When count when counties in our state first opened, I went first weekend, right? right? When we could go when we could go down to Texas, I went visited the place first time. Meaning every time something reopened, I didn't just sit here and pontificate from the studio. I I demonstrated, as you said, with my feet that I really believed in the data I was citing and tested it on myself, right? right? Every time, okay? So I've been to Texas quite a few times. I mean, that's where the blaze is located. I've been there, what, four times since May? Um, Maybe three times since May. We're freer here right now, right now. I mean, there's there's fewer COVID restrictions here than there are down there. I'm, I'm I frankly I've been kind of disappointed in your state's and your governor's performance because here's the other thing: our governor Kim Reynolds, and I haven't you know I've not liked everything she's done either. But if I had to grade her, like well, if, if I gave Kim Reynolds a grade by herself, it'd be a B plus on how she's handled COVID. It'd be a B plus. Really good grade, but it ain't an A. Now, if I was grading her in comparison to her peers on a curve, well, then she's getting an A. Yeah. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in in both cases, she is scoring dramatically better than Greg Abbott. And you know why? She doesn't have the demographics Greg Abbott does. She's governor of a state that Barack Obama won over 30 counties in this state. Over one-third of our counties in this state twice. Okay? That's the state. She's governor of a state where the Republicans have won it until Trump came along. I'm trying to think of uh, Bush, I think, won it in 04. And I think no Republican had won it in a presidential election since 88. So, you know, we, we, we sent Tom Harkin to the Senate out of the state for like 30 years. So she's doing this in this state. She doesn't have uh, Greg Abbott's um, uh, demographics. She doesn't have the the you know decades of of red state dominance that she inherited right right so given what greg abbott has at his the political capital he has it's a little bit like in when um it's you know iowa state for years troy davis and other players ennis haywood kept having better running backs than texas until like jamal charles and those guys came along and we were like it doesn't matter iowa state should like never 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 is a tough word but never should have a better running back than the university of texas just shouldn't happen right given demographics sure okay demographically kim reynolds should never ever be score higher 
on pushing the boundaries of freedom and liberty than a, than a Republican governor of Texas. Her conservative review score, basically. Yeah, yeah it should never happen. Yeah. Just, just she doesn't have the capital that the governor of Texas just inherits by being the Republican sitting in that chair. That's a failure of him, you know? So I, I'm, you're free. You'd be, I'm telling you, come live up here. You're freer up here right now. Steve's describing the, there are a couple of reasons, but the first one that clicked into place, why I decided to consider voting for Donald Trump is exactly what Steve is laying out here. Exactly. It would, it would be a buffer that allowed her to keep, I mean, really, when we hear the stories uh, they were going on in California and New York this entire time. Right. And, and we, in many respects, were immune to them. My goodness. It's being in Iowa has genuinely been a blessing. I mean, we had a rally yesterday. I know some of the people that put that rally together in the Capitol Rotunda here in Des Moines, right? Dead of January. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That looked to me like 500, 1,000 uh, people, maybe. At least at least a few uh, hundred people. a few. Yeah. 100 show up to that thing without wearing masks. Where's that at? It where's that at in Texas? And by the way, have any of those people been arrested or right. anything like that? Right. You, this is the point. You They're gotta... protesting the Republican governor, guys. Yeah. Okay. Where's that at in Texas? Where's that spirit been? I mean, I saw people wearing masks in their friggin' cars last time I was in Texas down there for the election. Driving cars with masks on in Texas, man. So I don't know. I, I'm a little disappointed in my relocation mistress right now. And I'm kind of thinking maybe I had it better at home this whole time and I just didn't realize it based on what I've seen the last few times I've been down in Texas. So when's Abbott up for re-election? Uh, 2022. 2022, yeah. yeah. Well, well, we're going to find out what Texas thinks about that too, I guess yeah. then. Yeah. Up next is Nathan Cotis who says March for Life will have their permit revoked for their 2021 March for Life event in D.C. Risking it, uh, risk of it turning into a COVID super spreader event will be the cited reason. What did I say before the show, Aaron? I, yep. I think this Maybe is the exact same thing. This was going to be my end of uh, week prediction, and it still will be that this is it's in the crosshairs now for sure. That's it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to buy it just because I think it's a savvy analysis. You know what I mean? Even if it may not happen, or I'm not sure it would happen, because I'm, I'm I hate to say this, but I'm. I think the chances of them just canceling it on their own and going virtual. What did I say, Todd? Are yeah. every bit as high as this. Okay. Just knowing who some of the um, <coughs> pro-life leaders are that run that event. Okay. Um, but I think this is some really savvy political analysis. So I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Next, we'll go to Sean Griffiths, who says, before Biden's first term is up, the only way to listen to the Steve Day show will be by doing so directly through a subscription to The Blaze. A week ago, I would have said bye. 72 hours ago, I would have said bye. I will tell you, the blowback against them has been publicly has been against big tech. I should quantify the blowback against big tech has gone beyond what I anticipated when you even have foreign leaders now in other countries sounding off. Now that hasn't been accompanied by any actual legal recourse, but that tends to be at times where things start. So I think the odds were all getting banned because of January 6th are lower than they were 72 hours ago. They may not be much lower, but I think they're lower. But what's the time frame here? 
uh, before Biden's first term is up. Oh, so four years? Yeah. Oh, I'll buy that then. Yeah. Okay, I missed I, I miss that first part then. My bad. Okay, yeah, four years. Uh, dude, I predicted it was going to happen for show by the end of this year, yep. right? Before the January 6th events ever took place. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy. You bet. Yeah. That's, again, hate to do it, commercial, but cheapest subscription ever to Blaze TV right now. $30 off annual subscription, blazetv.com slash days. That's blazetv.com slash days. Todd. Yeah, bye. All right. Up next, we've got Dr. President-elect G. Chums, who says NFL and NCAA will still mandate empty or mostly empty arenas for 2021, but Florida and Texas, the whole states, will not comply. Uh, sell. You're going to see fans in the stands with both. Um, I think you'll see fans in the stands everywhere. I'm pretty confident of that. The battle that of compliance is going to be how you can get into the stands. It's not going to... Now, I don't think you'll have full stands. I don't think we're going to see 100,000 people even at Memorial Stadium in Texas, for example, or at, at, at Jerry World in Dallas. And I don't think you're going to see 80,000 people at Doe Campbell at Tallahassee, even in Florida. But I think you'll see substantial crowds at sporting events by by, by late summer, early fall of this year. The battle's going to be how you get in. And in several of these conferences and places, I believe, and I could see the NFL doing this uniform, you have to have proof of vaccination in order to come to the game in person. That will be the battle. Okay. But I think you're going to see significant crowds. It won't be full capacity, but it won't be 7,500 people at a Buffalo Bills playoff game. It'll be 30, 40, 50,000, like half 50% capacity. But to get in to some of these places and that that's what will vary state by state and conference by conference to get into several of these places will require proof of vaccination i will buy that but the important addition at the end if that happens that should be a clue to you that those stadiums should be empty you should not go because that's preposterous all right. Up next, Alexandria's occasional cortex says Quincy Jones, Lionel Richie, and the We Are the World creators will sue the Steve Day Show for their The Answer Is Us theme, claiming that its humanistic emphasis was lifted from the 1985 album. <sighs> we are the world. Now we are the children. Bruce Springsteen just comes in and starts screaming there at yeah. the end. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. That's me, your friendly neighborhood humanist. Um, I have to buy just because I've been called. I thought I'd been called everything. Okay, I thought I'd been called everything, and it turns out I've not been called a humanist. So, check the box. That's one of the last remaining things for me to be called was a humanist. So I will buy. And now all that's left on your list is crafty and you just can't get that yeah, I, one. I can't. That's the one I want, I, I can't yeah, get. You're okay. right. Yes. Bye. I, I, you know what? I could go for um, devilishly handsome. There's a few others I wouldn't mind that I can't get either. Yeah. Alex Dawson says Biden will form a special branch of the federal government to track all conservatives in the name of stopping right wing terrorism. Sure. Well, I'll buy I actually saw something about that. I don't know there'll be another branch, so I'll sell on that. I just think Homeland Security or something. Wait, yeah. Remember, we had these threat levels under what's-her-face 
we know Barack Obama was there, right? Okay. Right. So I, I just think they'll just, you know, like you like to say, quoting Spinal Tap, they'll just dial oh. what they, this is the Obama third term is what you're going to get. So it's, it's imagine if Barack Obama came to power now with where the Democratic Party is. And what he and what he's allowed to be honest about compared to 2008, right? Mm-hmm. When he still had to pretend to be against gay marriage in 2008, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So imagine if Barack Obama came to power now, which means look at all the things they did for eight years when they were there before, but then just accelerate it, accelerate the timetable and the and the ferocity to where things stand today, and that's what the O Biden uh, presidency will be. I'll actually sell. It's going to do all those things. It just won't be a special branch. I, I agree. It won't be a branch. So I'll, I'll buy because I agree yeah. with your sentiment. I just yeah. don't think they'll create a new branch. Right. Up next, Coffee Lover M says people will be jailed by, uh, for speech violations by the end of the year. Bye. Um, uh, I'm only stopping because I'm wondering, is there a way we could make the case that's de facto happening now? Um, but sure, I'll buy that. Yeah. Next up, we'll go to that's not Grogu in my pocket, who says by the time a nefarious plot movie is finished, it will have to be released on the History Channel as a documentary. <laughs> that's bye. funny. Um, the, the spirit of it. I we actually I had a conversation with uh, one of the people that believe entertainment yesterday, just a couple of days ago, uh, where we're at in the script writing process, and I got a meeting tomorrow with them, but. He was, uh, we were joking that when we met in in LA in June, when California, the first weekend California opened is when I flew out there to help get the storyboarding process underway for the film. And we were j- joking to each other about how some of the things that we laid out that we thought were pretty edgy and radical back in June mm-hmm. look kind of trite right now, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to sell if we do it right. Um, if we do it right, it won't look like something that should be relegated to the History Channel. If we do it right, it'll make you feel far more uncomfortable because it it's like a fortune teller, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Completely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got a few more here. Uh, Corey Hink says a few online retailers will try to sell Buffalo Guy, meaning the guy at the Capitol that I talked about in the montage, Halloween costumes, and big tech will ban them from doing so. Bye. Sell. I got. I, I have to retain some shred of dignity. I got to sell on that just because I need it to not be true. I'm going to sell. Uh, let's see. They here. wouldn't sell Moana stuff that year because they said it was uh, cultural appropriation yes, that's yeah. coming yeah forgot about that mm-hmm. thank you Todd uh, look, thank you for any moment that I might think of some sanity you always step forward to, to crush it put it out of its misery I appreciate it's that privilege thank you <laughs> uh, let's go back to that one Alexandria's occasional cortex I, I, just in case this person was serious calling that motto humanist let me put this one out there for you. Our show motto this year is humanist. I mean, I'm, if I thought that, I wouldn't. It would. I wouldn't have let it be the show motto. So I've been fighting humanism most of my career. So uh, sell. I mean, it, it's a little bit like we the people humanist manifesto. Yes, no. it, it, I, mm. I, I would. I would hope that it's implied, if not assumed, that we mean under the providence the providential guidance 
an acknowledgement of our creator, right? I, I kind of feel like if I have to keep resetting that every single time, you know, that one, it's laborious and two, maybe I have failed in my mission somewhere. Like I, I would assume that's just kind of baked into the cake as we say, right? That we just, um, that's why we're here. The, our creator has us here for this. That's why we're here. You know, I mean, that, that's why Esther was here when her uncle uh, looks at her and says, for, you were here for such a time as this. That's why you're here. You know, so I, 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 I don't get the technicality on this one. I don't. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. I just I don't I don't get it. I'm not offended. I just I don't get it. Gary Rasmussen Jr. says not going far enough, fast enough will cause the Democrats to cannibalize themselves before the next midterm. I think that's very yeah. possible. Bye. We were Bye. just talking about that yesterday. That's the story that's largely going untold is that they have power vacuums and factionalism on that side. And they have such scant majorities. Their house leader, she's 80. Um, their Senate leader is a guy that's... Um, not overly inspiring like no one would assume that chuck schumer if, if would be a serious candidate for president if if joe biden had lost right he wouldn't be on anybody's short list as a serious candidate for the democrats in 2024 only in his own mind mm -hmm. so they have they they don't have really any dynamic governors right now if they did they would have been on joe biden's ticket you know, so, yeah, there's a lot of angling and posturing and palace intrigue over there. And with such scant majorities that they have, they have no majority in the Senate. It's a tie. So Kamala has to break it. They have the smallest House majority in over 80 years. There's going to be a lot of people that are thinking, hey, you know, I'm my future is better off if so and so that's in leadership now fails. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that, you know, pardon the expression. I, I think that is a house of cards over there. I agree with that. Of course it is, because progressivism is cancer. Yes. David says the Biden-Harris administration will offer monthly $1,200 checks for everyone. Uh, for will, how long? For how long? Doesn't specify. I, okay. will, I will buy without talking about every month or the specific amount. But it, in, in this, where we are right now, that people, a couple of weeks ago, somebody else, you know, this is a path towards universal basic income. Uh, and people are just fragile enough and broken enough and hanging by a thread and don't know where the next paycheck is coming from or how they're going to pay the bills. It doesn't, it's, it's wicked, but if the wicked, if they were going to play a hand, this is one of them that they I must see play. that this is the card. I, here's, here's why I said the time period. Cause I could see this coincide with his hundred days. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which if you space out his hundred days, it's basically just a cynical, it's a cynical ploy to say, um, I'm not responsible for when the virus, if the virus does bad things in cold and flu season, a hundred days from when I take over 30 days would be February 20th, 60 days, March 20th, 90 days, April 20th. So the, by basically May 1st, springtime. Wuhan luck when, again. Yes. When warm weather, respiratory viruses, what's their kryptonite, no matter how strong they are, what do respiratory viruses hate more than anything? else warm weather right so when the warm weather is pretty much everywhere across the country around the first of may suddenly hey my hundred days work guys back to normal you know what i'm saying yeah. and i so i could see monthly payments for the time period of that hundred days that that's your payoff for and that's what they use by the way oh let me throw this in 
back to why you voted for Trump because mm-hmm. you didn't want the White House to lean on your governor to yeah. keep your state open. Yeah. Here's how you here's how you lean on the red states. I almost don't want to say this out loud for fear that they haven't thought of it yet. But you lean on you lean on the Ron DeSantis's and the Kim Reynolds and the Brian Kemp's of the world, and you say um, your state has to agree to this mask mandate, this lockdown, in order to receive these federal checks. You know what I'm saying? And that's for the hundred totally days, what you're saying, yes, yeah. that that's the bribe, that that's the grift. Yeah. There, yeah, yeah. That is it. Good stuff. There were some good good questions and. And promotions in there. And I got called a name I've never been called before. So I thought I'd been called every name in the book. That is a new one. So we checked that box too. Done. All right. But the only thing left to call me now is CPAC keynote speaker. And I don't think you're ever going to call me that name. So we'll come back. Daniel Horowitz is going to join us to take us inside politics next. Dealing with chronic pain and you're like, hey, here's my New Year's resolution. I, I'd like to I'd like to be chronic pain, inflammation free. You want to check out our friends over at Omega XL, whether it's back, knees, neck, or shoulder pain. Now, hey, let me pause for just a second. If you've got a real injury, oh hey, look, um, I broke my leg. Uh, let me take Omega XL. No. Uh, if you have an injury, go see a doctor. But if we're dealing with inflammation, And that's usually what causes a lot of that aching pain in your joints uh, and that stiffness in your muscles. You want to check out, that's usually inflammation, you want to check out Omega XL. All natural ingredients backed, a formula backed by 35 years of research. I use this as well. My big thing is a hip flexor uh, issue that I have. I take Omega XL. It's my recovery, workout recovery every single day, uh, which is why I would also recommend it to you. If you want to get started with it, how about buy one bottle, get a second bottle for free when you visit OmegaXL.com slash Steve. Omega, just like it sounds. OmegaXL.com slash Steve. Get buy one, get one free, or give them a call at 800 844-4888. That's 800-844-4888. Let's bring in the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, Daniel Horowitz. It's good to see you, brother. How are you? Steve, are you willing to go to jail for having me on your show? These are the vexing thoughts you probably never thought about before, but they're relevant now. I mean, there's worse things to go to jail for, brother, so we'll, we'll give it a shot. Um, let's start with the, uh, the in, in, impeachment part due that's going on right now in the House. Now, I, I put this out on social media earlier today. I laid it out for the audience here at the top of the show. I told them, get on your knees right now and pray that every feckless Republican you've ever loathed votes to impeach this president including pretty much everyone in the leadership because if you've ever wanted to know what would what would it look like and how do we make the republican party into a true opposition party what, what, how could we have a primary cycle in 2022 that could come close to what people hoped two or three times the tea party primary cycles would be and never could accomplish to me this would be it uh, outing yourself in the open against 84% of the Republican base. And then on top of that, 
Let's face it, nothing motivates Donald Trump to do what we want him to do more than the personal beef, right? He has been charming soft on Team GOP his entire presidency, to his own detriment, I would add. And hey, make it personal with him. Get him out there in 2022 in these states, campaigning for grassroots candidates in these often usually low turnout elections. So you only have to swing a few points of new voters and people, and you have a wave of new candidates. I actually think we ought to be hoping that they do him dirty right now. That's good for us. Steve, that's the title of my podcast today, and the reality is we think alike. Look, Republicans have come home, Republican voters, that is, base voters, they come home every night to watch their political uh, wives in bed with another man every single day. And and you think like, hey, today is going to be the day they're going to get rid of them, and it, it never happens. So what you're talking about it would be akin to the guy in the bed finally just throwing them out. And that's the question. The question is really, Steve, are we finally going to walk out? I don't mean you and me, but enough voters going to walk out because my fear is that what you're saying is not going to happen, that they're not going to throw us out. They're not going to convict him Um, because here's the problem. They're not that stupid. And what they have there is there's enough of these guys that aren't up for re-election, that aren't going to run for re-election, that are retiring. They have enough to weaken him and really make him look bad. And and Democrats could say this is the first time in the modern era they had bipartisan support, significant amount of bipartisan support. But the problem is exactly what you're saying. All the people who are thinking of doing it want to do it. Believe that about Trump and even more so believe it about Trump's voters. They're not going to say it like I was disappointed to see Tim Scott come out there like, oh, well, we shouldn't be impeaching him. I want him to say it Mm -hmm. because that guy is a fool. That guy is part of the problem. Um, He's just as bad as Lindsey Graham and all but name only. But you know what? He's going to hide behind that. And the worst thing we could do, Steve, is take a no vote. See, if we go after all the yay votes, well, what about the no votes? What, they become heroes? You know what? That vote in the Senate should be 95-5. That's how I want to see it. Hmm. I know. I know you're not going to agree with me, but I got to tell you, because it's just not in your MO to agree with what I'm about to say. You are the prophet of woe and lamentation, but brother, I got to tell you. And we're going to talk more about this here in the overtime. We're going to record it right after the show about 20 minutes from now when we get off the air. 2021 is already, I know we thought it was going to be worse. It's already better than 2020, Daniel. We're having a legitimate conversation about at least a, at least a few of these Republicans are going to scarlet letter themselves for us. At least a few of them will. That's a positive. CNN is voluntarily leaving America's airports, so it's safe to uh, to, to to fly yet again. That's a positive. Um, we're even seeing some blowback on big tech and from places I did not anticipate. Like foreign leaders, okay? I don't know, man. Um, Mike Pence got totally... I mean, I thought Trump just... That was a douche move, what Trump did to him, which is why I loved it. Um, because Trump did to him on the 12th Amendment what Mike Pence did to us on the First Amendment, all right? So so Mike Pence got some cosmic level of sowing and reaping come up and there. Uh, his career's over. I gotta tell you, man, I think this year's going pretty good so far. It's January 13th. The trajectory so far, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of liking it, actually. But 
This is where you're going to tell me I'm wrong. Steve, the opportunity is there. We're at a crossroads. We could go down that path that you're talking about, and I pray to God we do. But my problem is, now, on the one hand, I've never seen this before in my life, and you've never seen it before either, the era we live in. So maybe this will be completely different than before. But until now, what have we seen? Every time our base ups the ante, they up the ante one or two notches after the severity of what is confronting us, the noose that is around our neck tightens 10 tranches. And we never rise to the occasion. So yeah, we'll finally talk about big tech, but is it too late? I mean, Steve, this is no joke. We don't have First Amendment. This is upon us. And when I say First Amendment, I don't mean big tech, if you know what I mean. I mean the government. I mean they are this close to criminalizing our views. You know, you mentioned uh, Mike Pence screwed us on the First Amendment. Not really. He screwed us on the entire Bill of Rights. He sicked upon us, Fauci and Burks. He sicked upon us that task force that imbued in our society this notion that government could declare a danger and an emergency and your rights go away. The yeah. one thing we had You're right over now Australia, at any point. That's true. At yeah. any point, though, his boss, the president, could have overridden that at any point and he never oh, did yeah yeah, okay. yeah of course so that, I mean, you're right but you yeah. are right about that yes that's yeah i mean that's water under the bridge but yeah. yeah uh but the issue is the one thing we had that australia lost was the freedom of speech now tech was censoring us all year last year you know if you'd write anything about masks forget it but the point is that we were pretty much able to air our grievances. Not that anyone would listen, not that we had a party or uh, leaders that would represent us, but we had the freedom of speech. I am worried we we no longer do. If you watch what the private sector is doing, criminalizing us, and the government's coming alongside them using the same rhetoric, the same two-tier justice system, the same hypocrisy, the same sadistic hyper-focus and exaggeration on one event with the exclusion of everything else. And they're talking about openly how we are a danger. Where did we hear the word a public health safety threat? All last year. Mm -hmm. if, if, if people think that they will not criminalize. I'm not talking about being deplatformed from a social media platform. I'm talking about government saying we will lock you up for your views. They are coming up alongside this. That is the concern here. To you and I, this is a very easy scenario where someone gets violent in the Capitol. Someone goes and assaults a police officer. Look, you know, we, we'd give him more time in prison than the left would. That's not a hard thing. But when you look at the wide net they're casting, almost criminalizing anyone who was there. And remember, they let them in. They, they let a lot of these people in. They didn't know they were doing anything wrong. Let them in the Capitol. And 
they're putting people on no-fly lists without indictment, something that was never done with the people that burnt down federal courthouses and police stations and burnt down over 1,500 buildings just in Minneapolis alone. Well, the National Defense Authorization Act, going back to the Obama year, or the Bush years, before Obama, has authorized doing that to domestic terrorists, those deemed domestic terrorists, without any due process, just on the spot. Yeah, so that's that precedent is already preexistent, but yes. Exactly. That is the point that should bother us all. Will we have freedom of speech? Um, I don't know if we fully comprehended what organizations like the ATF and FBI are capable of. I mean, I know those those who are older than 40 probably remember in the early 90s some events that occurred then. But I'm just telling you, Steve, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm no longer worried about BLM and Antifa knocking on my door. I'm worried about the government. And this this is a very big problem when you have Michael Sherwin, the U.S. attorney from D.C., dropping all the charges on. I, I mean, I don't think there's a single person sitting in prison now for attacking the White House. Sixty Secret Service agents were injured. No one even knows that happened. Um, all the people that beat, beat people at Trump's inauguration, charges were dropped in that same federal district. What does that tell you? This is not whataboutism, Steve. This is a sadistic persecution. Because, look, I'm at peace with Singapore. If you want to say, look, we care about justice and, and uh, you know, we, we want to stay away from any safety concerns. We want everyone to be safe. We want rule of law. Maybe we'll go a little bit too far like Singapore sometimes does. But a million BLM people are sitting in jail based on this standard they're setting now. Mm-hmm. It probably wouldn't be a good thing for us, but you know what? It's coming from maybe a good place. But when you don't do that, you glorify it. Every facet of government and private sector exalted BLM. You had to you had to pay homage to them in order to engage in the public sphere. And the more they ratcheted up their violence, the more you had to indulge their policies. Your own Republican governor, Steve. Use them as her private think tank to, to let felons vote. After weeks of violence, they were rewarded with that. And then one incident that was shut down after two hours. Suddenly, we're going to hunt you down far and wide. Steve, that's not we're, we're just going to be principled and, uh, you know, lock up all violent people. That's a sadistic persecution. That's not coming from a good place. And that's not headed to a good place good stuff as always my friend good to see you thanks for joining us all right take care take care you bet daniel horowitz brought to you by our friends over at real estate agents i trust.com if you want to get involved in the real estate market unprecedented times Bing. thank you uh that are about to get even more perilous uh because who knows what kind of uh so-called economic recovery we're looking at compared to the economic policies of uh, the, Obi- the coming O'Biden administration and then uh, what we saw with Donald Trump. So 
it, it's it, it's more important than it even was just a few months ago to make sure that you have a real estate agent that you can trust. Thankfully, there's a place where you can go to find said person and the name kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Again, that's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a company started by Glenn Beck and some of his associates tired of real estate agents who talked a good game, but then could not deliver the desired results when needed the most. And so they didn't want you to suffer the same fate. So just about everywhere you could go around the country, we can probably find an agent whose track record has been fully vetted and certified. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listed on this website. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, Todd and Aaron, your thoughts on the conversation that we just had with Daniel? Well, you were both talking about possible opportunities, and that's really, really important as the chaos swirls around you because the chaos is very, very disconcerting. I was talking with Aaron before the show and how it's this paradoxical feeling, the the weight of the conflict that is now upon us and what it means uh, for my children and the world they're living going forward. But then also the, the prophetic enlightenment that is now upon us, that the things we've been talking about are, are coming to pass. We were accurately reading the signs of the times and it gives us hope for going forward. And in that vein, with all this swirling chaos, as long as you have the courage, there will be many, many opportunities to step into the gap because the left, although it wants the chaos, it, it's introducing the chaos. It also can't control the chaos. Mm. Chaos can't by definition be controlled. So be ready for when it's your time at bat, because there will be a chance for all of you to call your shot in ways big and small. You must be ready though. If you would have asked me a decade ago, if I thought in my lifetime, you know, there would be any chance of America devolving into the sort of place where you get a knock on your door at 1130 at night or midnight. I would have said probably not in my lifetime, but without revival, you know, maybe the next generation after me. That's something that they could face. It's serendipity that Daniel brought this up because just on Sunday I told I told my wife we are, which is not, you know, we're, we were just having a brutally honest conversation about what's going on. And I told myself we, we could be living in an era where we get a knock on the door because especially because of what we do, um, we, we are on the precipice. And a lot of people, it seems like they're uh, don't don't want to don't want to admit that we are where we are. It's something that I kept harping over at the end of last week. Wake up. No, where you, you can say violence is bad and the people who were in the Capitol last week probably shouldn't have been in the Capitol, especially especially the ones who were just egging it on. That doesn't also mean that the rest of those people who were there or the rest of the people who might share views with the majority of those who were there need to be labeled as terrorists, which is essentially what is what we're on the precipice of right now. So wake up. And Todd is absolutely right. You're going to have opportunities, ample opportunities within your lifetime to really, really show what motivates you and what drives you. Are you ready? That's going to do it for today's show. Back at it again tomorrow. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.